0: Just go, like go
1: to one bar one time. Learn one thing about one thing in your movie.
2: <laughs> and then everyone turns into a zombie. We're on zombies now. <laughs> Those are different, right? The zombies are not the same as vampires, are they? I feel like four different pieces of shit all tried to make four different shitty movies. And then they all got together for drinks and they were like, do you have a quarter of a movie? Oh, my God, I've got a quarter of a
3: movie. <laughs> God awful movie. 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 movie.
4: Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection from Christian Cinema, because there are only so many doors you can slam your dick into. I'm your host, Noah Lusions, and sitting to my immediate left is my good friend, Heath Enright. Heath, welcome back. Thanks, Noah. Uh, you know who
1: doesn't make enough regular movies? The cast of you porn movies. <laughs>
5: they,
4: should
1: do, they should do that more often. That's, this is fun.
4: That's what we got. And sitting 81 miles to my right is my bad friend, Eli Bosnick. Eli, how are you this fine afternoon, sir?
2: Good. Confused, aroused, tired, <laughs> sleepy <laughs>
4: Invigorated. I think I think I might know why here, but just to be official here, tell us, Heath, what will we be breaking down today?
1: Uh we watched The Becoming and I have no idea what happened. I just I don't know what happened. <laughs> no. It has vampires, sort of. That's all I got. Yeah,
4: that's just what. Yeah, we watched a suggestion from Matt. That was it. (laughs) Yeah, thank you slash fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) And Eli, how bad was this movie? Well, if you love
2: fast forwarding through episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, (laughs) but you hate how little stock footage of space they have, (laughs) you (laughs) love this movie. Oh
1: my god. I argue with it, buddy, i I like those things. I do not
4: like this movie. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> maybe not. maybe not. We've got some pushback for the first time on the Well, if you love. <laughs> um now, I actually managed to obtain a document uh, from David K. Johnston that shows the actual line items for this movie's budget, and I thought I'd share a few of them with you after a rambling forty eight minute a block. Or just right now. See how easy that was, Rachel? Just right now. <laughs> all right, so here it is. Under uh, under wardrobe, we have $28 worth of Count Chocula. Uh, apparently, that's where they got the plastic teeth for their vampires.
1: Smart, smart way to do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah?
4: No, And you get all that Count Chocula, too. So you got craft services taken care of. Okay, so under audio, we have $82 for tin cans full of wet pantyhose to record audio through. Mm-hmm. And you're getting mm-hmm. overcharged. God, what that's a what nightmare. I use for a mic. <laughs> and under craft services here $3,200 in power bars and $450 worth of meth mm, again that uh, overcharged sense. that would make a lot of these performances
2: really <laughs> ring true
4: yeah uh, Let's see. under set design there's just a $114 hot topic receipt and mm-hmm. under cameras it just says free with unlimited family plan so that was interesting I know I, you guys had a chance to peruse this as well were there any other line items you found interesting um I I just had
1: one um, at some point they definitely spent about $500 for what I'm assuming is called enormous chrome chain at the store. <laughs> like this is, it's, cr- it's like for anchoring a cruise ship yes. that's shaped like a giant pickup truck. It's so, it might as well be diamond plated and have like metal testicles hanging off it. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs>
2: Uh, I had $40 makeup to bribe that extra from Buffy to stay in makeup. Mm -hmm. Uh, Special effects, free. Didn't my nephew do a great job? Yeah. And uh, under lighting, I had none. It will be fine.
4: Yeah, I mean, when Heath said we watched The Becoming, I'm like, well, we're really redefining the word watched now, aren't we?
1: I read a lot of subtitles. That's where I got most of my information about this movie.
4: Yeah, no, I did too. Uh, and is there anything you guys want to nominate this one for being the best at being the worst at? I would, I would best worst prostitute symmetry. Yeah,
5: <laughs> if you know what I mean.
1: <laughs> so, two of the main characters are prostitutes. Main, uh, well, one yeah, well, yeah, of the what, main characters. Yep, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, well. Wh- <laughs> Um, yeah, no idea. It's
2: so but awesome. two, two oh, of really? Th- <laughs> who are the main characters then? This is where you challenge me. <laughs> who would you say the protagonist is? I have Vampire m- teeth.
1: Is. <laughs> That's good argument can be made. Yeah, no. Huh? Uh, but, <laughs> but so there's two prostitutes in it, and one is attractive, right? I mean, one's pretty attractive, sure. Mm-hmm. And they clearly blew their budget on like fucking her because
2: the other one looks <laughs> like. Danny Trejo
1: in a dress. It's not good.
2: <laughs> I think that's not a nice thing to say about Mr. Trejo. He seems to be very nice.
1: Machete in a dress. That would be fun. Yeah. Just no, do it, a would. Whole one.
2: it would be. That would be mm-hmm. part four. I'm going to go with best worst swearing. This is a movie about accepting God and calling everyone motherfucker and bitch equally. <laughs> 100% equally.
4: Yeah, I mean, this was a Christian movie, sort of in the sense that Dogma was a Christian movie. I don't want to put those two, that movie and this movie in the same bucket, of course. But yeah, it was only a Christian movie in the vaguest sense of the term. I'm going to go with Best Worst Audio. Now, that is a huge statement to make from a guy who's watched multiple episodes of Vultures of Horror. But in this film, every line is uttered in some bizarre, contradictory quantum superposition of being too loud and too quiet at the same time. Right? I mean, you could just barely hear everybody, but they're clipping. And, and, and then at the same time, virtually every scene is drowned out by a discordant soundtrack that sounds like a horror movie preview as fucking an out-of-tune harpsichord through broken speakers. I adjusted the volume so many times watching this
2: movie that my Apple TV was like, just stop. Cut it out. Leave it. <laughs> it's a bad... There's nothing I can do. Just relax. <laughs> just read the words and relax. <laughs>
4: Holy shit. Well, obviously, we're all dying to put this one behind us, so we'll keep the break brief, and when we come back, we'll break down all the inaudible Vampire Diaries cosplay that is The Becoming.
3: You took a survey for us, and when we make a promise, we we'll keep it. Except for those times with Skeptocrat But fuck you, this time we'll sweep it Old Heath has got some fucking to do For those who took the survey And for those of you who don't get this joke This is gonna seem oddly purvey It's a fuck tour Fuck tour Heath is on a fuck tour Fuck tour
5: Fuck tour
1: Hey, yeah, it's it's me. Thanks for taking the survey. Oh. Oh, you were joking. Okay, well, then, can I use your bathroom? I've, I've been driving for, like, for forever. And I'm, I'm pretty sure I have a UTI now.
3: Long trip. Fuck tour!
5: Fuck tour!
3: we received thousands of responses, and for that we're incredibly grateful. And now, just like we promised you, Heath will give out fucks by the plateful. You answer questions about pets and teeth, even though you didn't like it. So we sent Heath on a fuck tour, but don't worry, we fucking marked it. It's a fuck tour. Fuck tour! Heath is on a fuck tour. Fuck tour.
5: Fuck tour!
1: Ooh, is that a Casper mattress? Did you use our code? No? Oh yeah, no it's, no, it's fine. I mean, we have a code, but whatever.
3: Fucktor.
5: Fucktor!
3: He's on a motherfucking fucktor! Fuck no Connie's.
4: And with a huge thanks to Morgan, Eli, and Anna for the music and Heath for powering through all that chafing, I wanted to take one minute to make an exciting announcement. As of today, Diatribes Volume 2, 50 More Essays from a Scathing Atheist, is available to purchase as an ebook. Not only does this book contain 50 expanded essays featured on The Scathing Atheist, it also prevents zombie attack. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Not only that, but readers of this book have universally reported a complete lack of alien abductions and or Patagonian weasel attacks. Individual results may vary. So considering all that, how much would you pay? But don't answer yet. You have the right to remain silent. Because you'll also be getting some of the hottest chapter intros ever written. Warning, hot chapter intros may cause scalding. So check the link on the show notes for this episode and get your copy of Diatribes Volume 2, 50 more essays from a scathing atheist today. Diatribes Volume 2 is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Diatribes Volume 2 might be harmful or fatal if swallowed. Do not taunt or tease Happy Funball. Diatribes are intended for entertainment purposes only and do not constitute an attorney-client relationship. And we're back for the breakdown and we're going to start off this flick with a bunch of rowdy pixels coming to fuck earth up in 2015. Ugh. This is what I call some motherfucking credits. <laughs> oh, my God. This is the closest credits can come to raping you. <laughs> Take that, normal movies. <laughs> <laughs> also, and we're going to talk a lot about the music, or maybe we're not because there's nothing to say about this. Whoever did the music for this finds a note he likes and sticks with it. But the music is all cadence, right? Like every note is the last note of a symphony. Anyway. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. My music note here was the orcs are fucking as hard as they can. Yeah. <laughs> right.
1: yeah. It sounds like the Tabernacle Choir just all ate like meth brownies by accident. <laughs> they <started, started> singing. <laughs> they go nuts. Yeah.
4: And also, if you're reading these credits, you better do it fucking quick. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, there's, there's also really quick, there's a title card that pops up for like one frame, yes. like it's Tyler Durden. It just says, <laughs> Domination of the human race has begun. And like yeah, that's it. You, you could not see it unless you like stopped. It's it's right. ridiculous. So then we cut to
4: some stock satellite footage uh with an astronaut, and we get some science words. Oh yeah. There's nuclear radiation all
2: over the moon's crust. What? <laughs> and it's
1: was it not Johnny Carson, the astronaut? Was that yeah, right. Very clearly, who the is? like three hundred percent nuclear activity on the moon's outer crust. It was really weird. And then Darth Vader is the other voice. I don't know why. <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, but then we cut to a dog barking in the middle of the night. Something must be up. Okay, just really quick. So far, the
1: audio is terrible. The lighting is terrible. And a dude just sat up straight in bed when he woke up. Like, 50-50, Noah smashed his laptop with a hammer. I'm looking at his laptop now.
4: I don't think he did unless he got a new one, but I was pretty sure that I smashed that something with a hammer at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's got
2: a bunch of laptops that he just keeps under his bed, puts the smashed one. I did another one. Gets them in six packs at Costco.
4: Cracks it out of that plastic that kills ducks. Ugh. <laughs> So my note here, and this is a common note throughout this thing, is, uh, oh, good, it's pitch black. I was afraid I was going to watch this movie. You can vaguely tell that there's dogs and a person walking towards a window or a sliding glass door. And those dogs, by the way, are the best actors in the film. They look concerned.
2: They go where they're supposed to. (laughs) Their barks are audible. Yeah, well, that's
4: the big thing. Yeah, exactly. They definitely
2: got some professional
4: dogs for this part.
2: (laughs) That's all I'm saying. And then the main character, who is the guy from Portlandia, right? I wasn't able to see anything else except that actor. So I kept. Thinking, I'm a little guy. Like that's what I expected the entire time. He wakes up, and because his dogs are barking,
4: he goes to check outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereupon a monster choke grabs him, and he wakes up from that dream. Oh God, this was so frustrating. There is going to be so much of just me ending a sentence going uh, uh, uh," in this I want to warn you in advance trigger warning a lot of uh, 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 coming in this episode (laughs) probably also what happened in the writing of this movie just like
2: it'll be fine it'll be
4: fine (laughs) the gangsters turned into zombies (laughs) (laughs) I guarantee you occasionally the stage direction was uh, 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 just in brackets in the script (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah. So anyway, so he wakes up and and, and then we have to go meet his family in the kitchen because it's a family.
2: They're eating Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And I'm going to go out on a limb here and say this was not an official sponsorship situation. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Cinnamon Toast Crunch did not want a piece of this movie.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I got to say, if you can't have fun watching kids eat cereal, this isn't the movie for you, apparently. Oh God, Jesus! My notes are all just fuck you for this audio, Eli. <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. I sh- I'll 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 do a control F and change it to Matt, but still. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Dad's gotten a big bonus, and he's gonna take the whole family camping. Camping? You got
1: a big bonus? They have a nice house. They have like, don't they have a, a Mercedes? Yeah. You can take the family like fly to Stad. You cheap fuck. Like, go to Paris. <laughs> no, he's gonna splurge in the LL Bean catalog. Fuck. <laughs> Cash his bonus check. at Eastern Mountain Sports.
2: Fuck you. (laughs) Don't worry, kids. This year went well. Who wants to sleep on the ground?
5: Yeah.
4: (laughs) Right. And also, they have two kids, a son and a daughter. One is an albino Swedish girl. The other is a Mexican kid they got at the border. Yeah, but like he was eating his way through Trump's wall. (laughs) Not a thin
1: child. No. He, he looks like Mexican Danny DeVito as a child <laughs> with like Benjamin Button. The kid does. God. His name's Danny, actually. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, no, yeah. good. Um, also, by the way, another fun game of name that race in this scene. Um, yeah. Dad, what do you guys think? Right. Um, um, like half Turkish, half
2: gay surfer. Is that a race? That, that's a surfer. Half. <laughs> uh, I, uh, how about half Tanner? Half milk dud?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I don't even know how to respond to that. (laughs) Uh, So now we cut to a a chick on a cell phone in a car, and she's, like, distracted. Oh, and at the same time, the family that we just met, the little girl is skipping across the road to get the mail. So innocent as the distracted girl drives up. I wonder what will happen. And the girl on the phone's like, seriously? I am done with this relationship. I'm so mad I could accidentally
2: run over a little girl. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the, the first thing that happens, yeah, they show this lady in the car talking on the phone. And it's like a five-second just, like, burst of exposition. She just, like, says so many things as fast as she can about this, like, tired of your lying, lipstick on your collar, you hate my friends, HPV, toilet seat, caught." You've explained everything we need to
2: know. Good. Yeah. Damn it! We shouldn't have told her she could have all the lines that fit in five seconds. Yeah, right. <laughs> that bitch wasn't going to be in under five. And by
4: the way, this—that little girl would have been just fine if she hadn't gotten the mail and then presented it to her parents as though Link had just gotten a heart piece. You know, I got the mail. Let me hold it up in the road to prove it to you.
2: <laughs> Wait. Let me lie down with my head right where tires would be. That's the best way to see mail. <laughs>
4: And then she, uh, so the little girl gets hit, and and I say that okay. Here's what we see: we see the lady in the
1: car breaking with, with her enormous flip phone. It's like two VCRs with a hinge. It's <laughs> ridiculous! You couldn't possibly see with that. It's thing. Like Noah's
4: laptop, and then <laughs> and then we get letters flying up in the air, and then we see the little girl lying bloodlessly on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Now, important safety information that you gather from this movie. When you hit a kid with your car, immediately get out of the car and shake the fuck out of that kid. Shake him awake. That's
2: important. You can't die while you're awake. That's a scientific fact. (laughs) No,
1: you can't, actually. You're right. The music at this part was fucking fantastic, also. First, she gets hit, and you see the male fly up in the air in slow motion. So they do the gospel choir while that's happening. And then all of a sudden, it's just like... Like violins getting
4: mass murdered
1: when they show that it's...
4: The whole soundtrack to this movie is like that. You know that that they put into a horror movie previews constantly now? It's that. Yeah. It's just that over and over again drowning out the actors.
1: I wonder what the <laughs> score looks like for that. It's
4: just it, like, is, that. it is sarcastically <laughs> scored. The best yeah. way to describe
2: it is
5: sarcastic through scorn.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, like someone pissed off Brian. Like, oh, yeah. this, is, this isn't just Brian doing badly. And Brian up until midnight being like, "I'll show those motherfuckers." <laughs> so then, Portlandia dude takes out his phone, calls nine one one, and says, "And I quote, my daughter just got runned over."
4: Yeah, he <laughs> does. Literally,
2: what he says, and they I- kept it. <laughs> I really wanted to see, like,
1: the 911 dispatcher at her office just, like, almost laugh, and, like, her friend next door, like, punch her, like, stop, 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 serious? stop. come on. You just it's to come it's on. dead, girl,
4: don't. And then a flying bird later, we cut to this little girl's funeral uh, where a man who has never heard English phonetically <laughs> sounds out this fucking eulogy based on Eli's transcript of it. <laughs> so... It is- So wait, there was a day where they were like, okay, so who's going to play the priest? And they were like,
2: I don't know, someone who speaks English? No. (laughs) Jesus, Christ and his angels look after Stephanie. Also, it's very important when she get there, she punched the time car. She was there at three o'clock. Okay, look, Stephanie, we know you weren't there at three o'clock. I was there at three o'clock. I feel racist for correcting you, but we both know Stephanie wasn't there at three
5: o'clock.
4: I feel like you're racist, too. Um, so, so, yeah, so dad's extra sad at the funeral um. Although I will say, you know, compared to the Reggie White funeral, this one had a pretty good take. A yeah, pretty good, uh, pretty good crowd showed up for this one. They were all dressed appropriately, and so some old guy walks up to the dad while he's grieving by the uh, side of the grave and says, "Here, somebody wants you to have this or whatever," and hands him a cross. A giant cross. A gigantic, like comically large cross. It might as well be, like, it might as well still have
2: Christ of Nazareth attached to it, like (laughs)
5: swinging around in the
2: back. He's like trying to load it in the car, using that kick the foot under the car trick and like, ah, turn it on its side. Nope. It's too wide.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but he doesn't want it. He throws it away, and that's where all the trouble really begins. Because then the priest picks it up and suddenly. Charlton Heston's Monkey Crush is behind a grave. <laughs> <laughs> it's so
1: good! This like three dollar vampire costume pops up behind the graves. It like might as well be holding a participation ribbon from a costume party. Like hey, so stupid. And and it, th- th- this I guess it's a vampire. Yeah, uh, let's just say vampire. Does the like I'm attacking now face that like open mouth like hang in the air for a second, attack in three, two, one, bite you, and then like bites. Uh, the
4: the priest's ass. Well, yeah. okay. We all have in here... This guy was clearly getting rimmed. We all have it in our notes. <laughs> I had rusty trombone, but like, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I
1: mean, you figure, reach around, you know, it's courtesy.
2: I don't even know what the people who made this movie want us to think the vampire did. Like, in their... did Did she bite his
4: ankles? Why did she vanish behind him? Yeah, okay, so what we see is the priest from the shoulders up... The vampire comes up uh, behind him and then ducks down and disappears. And then he has a look on his face like he's getting his asshole licked. (laughs) So, yeah, I feel like the too hot for YouTube version of this movie was way better. Um, Uh. Anyway, so so meanwhile, as the priest is getting attacked by the (laughs) vampire, dad is walking away. But the distracted daughter killer is chasing him down, telling him she's really, real sorry about that whole thing killing his daughter. Like
1: with a very inappropriate tone, like super super, super like totes Apollo. Like, <laughs> like she spilled his beer.
2: Yeah, exactly. Hey, hey man, sorry, real quick. Uh sorry I killed your daughter. All right. T T Y L. Yeah. Right.
4: <laughs> and dad's not buying this shit. He's like, uh I feel like you should have to invite me to a shack at least. I mean, this is you're not even trying. So the dad runs off and, and the priest shows up and hands the girl the evil Vampire crucifix. I guess the priest is now a demon vampire or something. We'll right? never and see now, him again. And
2: now she's a bad guy. It's like it's like demonic tag. But when he hands it to her, she goes like, "Ow!" <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's the best performance ever. Just like, "Nah,
4: ah, ah." You it. Just cramp.
2: <laughs> <laughs> also, this makes a
1: rattlesnake sound what? at this point.
2: Oh, whenever anyone turns evil in this movie, they go. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. It's incredible. (laughs) Uh, We also know that
1: Tina, this girl's evil now because she spends about 10 minutes evil smiling directly at the camera.
4: Yeah, that was a little weird. Again, especially for a character that we're barely ever going to see again. And now we're going to head to a tattoo parlor to meet a bunch of characters, only two of whom will survive this scene, but we're going to spend some time with them. Okay, and Ugh. this this is extremely racist by now, right? I mean, you got
1: the liquor store, a tattoo shop, a black Escalade, and rap music, and then a scene that's introducing
2: evil white people. That's that's, that's what's <laughs> happening here. I just want to be clear. Yeah, I just want to say that this, this scene very clearly takes place because everyone involved in this film when they weren't making this movie... Works at this tattoo
4: parlor. That is why we have a scene there. Yeah, yeah. No, this <laughs> screams like, oh, yeah, no, and I can get some buddies of mine from the gym. Yeah, uh-huh, <laughs> that was the whole fucking thing. So we open up on a guy in a wheelchair who's asking, and this is, I guess, their effort at humor. He's asking for a single piercing that goes through his eyebrow, nose, nipple, and dick. Yep. That's yeah. um, this is funny. This is what follows
2: when a director tells his wacky friend to wing it
4: yes yeah well right right exactly and it's all set up for the big yeah okay I,
2: I don't know why but it feels like they wrote the
1: movie around this monologue they were like holy <laughs> shit do the thing where you talk about the like nose nipple penis thing we're gonna we'll make like two hours around either side of it it's fine
4: so and this is also where we meet the blonde brooklyn sex line advertisement chick you know who is kind of hot and everything but then she says call me and you're like no i don't want to talk to you <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah. You know what I'm doing now? No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to know. <laughs> press two to talk to a pug of pegacorn.
4: <laughs> so we're going to be. Her. I will press two. <laughs> oh, God. The fucking Carl the pug pegacorn sex line? Yeah, that has to happen. That's going to happen. Patreon Gold, people. We can happen. just my cell phone. We can make it available.
2: I got to take this. Someone wants to jerk off to a pocket pack of corn. <laughs> yeah, well, we don't talk about how much we hate women. So this is what we got to do. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> Shit. All right. So we meet this chick and meth addicted Anton Chigurh. And meanwhile, trying his damnedest to look badass guy gets out of his Escalade and heads inside. Meanwhile, oh, geez, fuck this movie, <laughs> a shave tattoo bear man is talking with that same blonde Brooklyn chick about his nightmares about the apocalypse.
2: Yeah, he's just he's basically like, yeah, by the way, I should point out, he is the first of many characters in this movie that right before they die will be like, you know, last night I dreamed the world would end gets killed. Like that is that will happen Half a dozen times throughout this fucking movie, it is nuts. Yeah, this is and the I, American vultures of horror.
4: It really is. Okay, so and I get when you're doing a vampire movie or a demon movie, zombie movie, whatever the fuck this is. You know, you need the scene where like the vampires eat a bunch of people and fuck a bunch of people up, but you don't need that every 15 minutes with <laughs> brand new characters that we introduce and then kill off. Um, and unfortunately, that information is getting to the filmmakers a little too late. Oh yeah. So, all right, so, yeah, so then the blonde chick turns into a vampire and kills the bear man. And then the meth-addicted Anton sugar guy also turns into a vampire and fights with the Escalade guy.
2: Yeah, and this, this is where he calls him a bitch, right? Yeah, yeah. This was such an upsetting movie. He's like, so he grabs a bat. Right. Mm -hmm. He's fighting a vampire and the vampire guy goes, my name is Nemesis. I'm here to enslave all mankind. And the other guy goes
4: literally, oh, yeah, well, stay away from me before I fuck you up. (laughs) To which the other guy says, then you'll die. I'm like, none of these sentences go together. (laughs) You're talking. Yeah. uh huh. Yeah, so he tries to hit Nemesis with his baseball bat, but Nemesis is doing that pussy Raiden teleporting trick.
1: That is not the only Raiden power that we'll get in this movie, by the way. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> a lot of stuff is there. definitely his favorite Mortal Kombat guy. A, yeah, there's a real nerd. Mortal Kombat influence in this film. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. And then after he kills the guy... They run away super duper fast, but they make the cartoons running away noise. That drum roll, like every time the vampires run, they will make a like wily coyote getting ready to run as fast as he can noise. It
4: is fucking nuts. And again, if they were going for comedy here, okay, great, yeah, that's the right sound effect. I can't imagine that they were. No, they were not. So now we cut back to space for the exact same public domain shot of a satellite, uh, and 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 it's the same fucking scene, right? Because the because the astronaut guy is going like, mm, no, moon looks weird, and the radio goes, "This is NASA. Do you see the anomaly?" And he goes, "Did you just say this is NASA?" I like like if it's as though that was a guy. I mean, I know that the person radioing me while I'm on this space station is going to be from NASA. Anyway, yeah, who dis? <laughs> New satellite who did <laughs> and now we're gonna get what may be the most bizarre scene in the entire movie okay I so the love girl this scene <laughs> <laughs> so fucking weird so the girl who hit the who was driving and hit the little girl before we are at her house or her apartment rather and her boyfriend is coming over to make up with her for all of the HPV toilet seat stuff. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. real real quick can we talk
1: about the uh area right next to her front door?
4: <laughs> Cuz this is an interesting
1: thing yeah, that they oh, have yeah. going on. Uh vehicular manslaughter lady has a row of just terrifying creepy dolls lined up on bar stools next to the front door. High chairs? High chairs? Think, yeah, uh-huh. is that,
4: what that was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I guess Why? Why? I, I, what is that for? I they guess spend money going on that? for creepy I, I like again. That was part of the one hundred and fourteen dollars hot topic receipt. So they go into the kitchen. She pulls a bowl of cake out of the oven with her bare hands. Think about how many parts of that sentence don't fit with the other parts. Yeah, it's nuts. She might as well have like a pudding
2: in between two plates uh, in the microwave. Like, there's nothing
4: about that scenario that's related to human beings. Yeah no right right okay so so she cuts him a piece of cake and very conspicuously with him watching puts a razor blade in his cake she, slice she like she like picks it up like holds it up with like a monocle flicks it with her finger it makes <laughs> ding Like so stupid and also okay I mean I get you know we have the, the whole Halloween thing the, the, the myth about the razor blades and apples and stuff but how do they think that works <laughs> right? Okay, because she hands him the cake. Okay, first of all, you've got to hope he gets a bite that gets the whole razor blade, right? Because if he gets halfway into the razor blade, you're fucked. Which is made far less likely by the fact that she hands him a fork, which would mean, in all
2: <laughs> likelihood, he would just be like, uh-oh, there's a razor blade in here because <laughs> the part that I cut had a razor blade in it with my fork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is
1: that,
4: that eggshell? I'm going to eat it anyway. Fine. <laughs> I guess. But He manages to get the one bite he gets has the whole razor blade in it. So he puts it in his mouth. And he he swallows the entire
1: razor blade. He just swallows the whole thing and then regurgitates it. He pulls it out of his mouth and then dies. And then dies in five seconds. Yeah, because
2: razor blades are poison. Oh, I see.
5: She poisoned the razor blade. I get
2: you. Yeah. Yeah. It's a poison razor blade. (laughs) The best. best. Honestly, I would love... I don't usually want to talk to the people who've made our movies because they just have bad ideas, but I would love to talk to the writer of the movie just about writing this scene. I guarantee you I would be challenged to a fight within (laughs) 10 seconds of that conversation.
5: (laughs) It's, like, oh, it's real easy to
2: fuck up other to like make fun of other bitch you're a bitch
4: <laughs> i think that's exactly what he'd say yeah and as if this scene wasn't already amazing enough now the girl goes to the mirror where the monkey vampire thing from planet of the apes shows up and tells her to slit her wrists and write the name of the movie on the mirror and wrist blood <laughs> yeah so that happens. Oh well, no, it does
2: not happen. She's nicking sideways one of her wrists, and then it cuts away, and she's done it correctly, and is dead in the bathtub. But honestly, at, at, when the way she does, because she's going across her wrist, the way she does it, she'd just be like, "Ow, ow!" All
1: right, ow. that's a weird thing to be judgmental about. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're critiquing
2: this movie.
5: I'm per- just just for
1: attention. If she boo. <laughs>
2: And if she had succeeded, it would be her family's fault. That's all I'm saying. That's all I just wanted to get that out there.
4: Four in a row. Boom. And now a middle-aged woman is leaving her stately abode as the vampires comically run towards it. And I guess they need a, a an HQ, right? They they need like a vampire HQ. So and this is like the blonde chick and the dude from the tattoo parlor. And he says, hey, you know, I just remembered I forgot to get smokes. Can you go in there and kill everybody? I'm going <laughs> to <Just> literally. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I have to run and grab some stuff from the store.
2: You know, big metal chains, to, you know, <laughs> dungeon equipment, some skulls from Halloween Adventure. Can you head on into the house and kill everyone?
1: <laughs> yeah, just grab a Swiffer, too, and like some <laughs> some garbage bags. Not the shoot like the Force Flex. Get the Force Flex because the other one, you're going to rip. We have a lot of stuff to do in... This house.
4: Yeah. Kitchen tall. Stuff. Kitchen tall. So <laughs> Now we cut to a dark church where a priest is yelling, not louder than the background music, but yelling. Um, and I guess he's he dreamed about rubbing a boob so he wants God to kill him? Yeah. yeah dream- that, he's like, it.
2: I dreamed of demonic acts and it flash cut to him just like motorboating a strong four. <laughs> <laughs> Over the shirt
1: booby-touching, yes. not even actual <laughs> booby-touching.
2: And he begs God to kill him. His response is like, <laughs> I don't want to, how dare I almost get to second, so please
5: take my life.
1: <laughs> Honestly, there aren't enough good Christian people killing themselves for dreaming about boobies. right? I think that, that just be, by the way, my spell check wanted me to write dreaming about i wrote dreaming about boobies There, a spell check underline dreaming in context here i was like did you mean dreaming about boobies like
2: dreaming is that a saying dreaming about boobies is that a song to be fair google drive is probably used to that from your bebop album that you've been working on for so long
4: <laughs> dreaming about boobies that is the title of the album so that's probably it yeah <laughs> so but before god can kill this priest for him some people come in and put a pillowcase over his head because apparently the vampires sent they needed a old priest. Okay, whatever. Fuck. Space. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then back to the dead daughter couple. And of course, dad's sitting in his car drinking because drinking is a sign of having a dead kid.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And uh, Claudia, that's the wife's name. She does not speak English either. We started. No. She It sounds like she's like talk singing phonetic syllables she half memorized. And that's like <laughs> th- not just her, like like one in three cast members is fluent in the English language in this movie so far.
4: Yeah, and the ones that are are being forced to talk like this or something like, like that. Yeah. Also,
2: it is so clear that she is a mail order bride. Like, I don't know whose, but she is someone's mail order bride in this movie. You can just tell this actress was just Googling U.S. divorce laws in Ukrainian in between every single shot of this film.
4: (laughs) Yeah, so, and this is where she reveals that she knows that her husband actually has been out of work for two months and lying to her and telling her that he's going to his job and she just can't take it anymore, so she kicks him out of the house. I
1: wanted wanted Satanica to pop up in his rear view be like, kill yourself. And he just backs into the garage and closes the
4: door. (laughs) Satanica, by the way, as the weird monkey vampire. That yeah, you'd see.
1: know that if you saw this movie and watched the subtitles and nothing else. Yeah, yeah,
4: <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. All right. So now we go back to space, and we get a VO because this movie is so sloppy. They're like, at this point, people are really going to need to know what the fuck's going on. So let's distract them with an unrelated voiceover that tells oh, that's us that. So good. Yeah, uh, and okay apparently it's been prophesied that an angel will come down to hook us up when the melodramatic vampire takeover happens and that's what we're seeing now he falls to the earth like a comet <laughs> we, it's so stupid though like a smoke
1: angel gets shot out of a cannon that's on the moon toward earth yes that's, why would the angel be on the moon why, why that doesn't and why would God he have... with
2: a clip full of angels behind a giant cannon <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right. There we go. Got about eight and a half yards left. If things
2: get bad, I'll
3: send twins who do
2: cartwheels.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you got so much to look forward to in this Spoiler. movie. Spoiler. Also, what? by the way, this angel has a lightsaber, like angels do, but he only uses it once to cut off his wings. Uh, well, his wing, his wing, is, as, as far as I can like, tell, is he leaving the
1: other one?
2: <laughs> is he going to keep one? Wi- What's happening? Just flying in circles. <laughs> 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 I, I also realized this is based on something he said earlier. So much more of this movie makes sense if it's a porno that they just cut all the fucking out of. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think they
1: I think this was supposed to be a porn for half the shoot. And then they were like, hmm. No, real movie. And we'll
5: just fix it.
4: (laughs) Well, I think what it is is they told all these girls they were doing a vampire movie, hoping it would turn into a porn. And they're like, fuck, I guess you got to tell them in advance or something. Yeah, they were real bitches about that. (laughs) (laughs) So now we cut to a gym so we can watch people box for a little while. And I guess, okay, so this is the angel guy comes into the gym wearing nothing but a Batman cape. A painter's tarp, yeah. Or that, yeah. (laughs) Um, And so this is where he has his, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger or Terminator give me your clothes moment. But he picks... Okay, the guy playing the angel is a pretty big dude and he's saying this to, like, A small for his age 15 year old? (laughs) Like, we're supposed to believe for the rest of this movie that this guy is wearing that kid's clothes? I wanted the next cut so badly for him to just be like in a
2: super duper tight t shirt and pants that stop mid calf. (laughs) And he's just like, I feel like this was a bad choice.
4: I could have been a little more selective. (laughs) Maybe a gap. uh, Ed Hardy, really? So but while he's in there uh changing his clothes or stealing his clothes, uh someone in the gym turns into a demon and kills everyone else in the gym. Uh the demon, by the way, who will be named Salvatore. Yep.
1: Yeah. Salvatore. That's, That's uh, one of the most reasonable Reasonable names we get. It really
2: is Salvatore, who has black lady who works at Staples nails. He's got like these giant. Fr- I wanted them to have like <laughs> puppies drawn on them. Just like stand behind a counter. I know you see me, Salvatore. I know you see me. <laughs> <laughs> so we're
1: there. By the way, we cut back to the angel. He's choking a child to death for his clothing, and this is what he says: "Mortal, I did not come here to hurt you. Again, as an angel." chokes a child to death those are the words he says
4: (laughs) well he doesn't choke him to death we actually come back to that shot at the very end so that we can see that a he didn't quite kill the kid and b he left him as boxers so the kid didn't have to go home naked at least um but before we can get to that we have to have our angel demon fight (laughs) oh my god this is
2: is literally this is so amazing it is (laughs) i cannot emphasize this enough it is just a shove fight. Against, that's 100%. It's, it's like they called only pushing before the fight started. <laughs> oh, this, is, this is how Heath and I would have handled the Coliseum. Like, ow! Ow! <laughs> You <laughs> just medium pushing. We said medium <laughs> pushing. Seriously, you want me to fall down? Do you You're know how many jerk. people die from falling down a year? <laughs> so, can we
1: get
4: like fifty heavy bags in a grid in here?
1: This is ridiculous.
4: <laughs> so they have the big shove fight, and then at the end, the angel wins, I guess. And then what does he? I don't because the a, demon's still alive. I don't. I have no idea what the fuck is going on in this scene. He stabs him. He, yeah. st- he, he he like
2: has a sword, which we never see. And he's like, ah. And then he stabs him and he's like, ah.
4: But then that angel <laughs> is, or that demon rather, is still there later running around. So yeah, who the fuck knows? Also, just one more time. You mentioned this. The scene ends with
1: a child in his underwear convulsing. Now, yeah. there's a right way and a wrong way to show that. This is the wrong way, I feel like. <laughs> Not tasteful.
4: And and now we're at a lighthouse. Uh, where the vampires and demons can deliver more lines like fourteen-year-olds at their first Ren Fair. It's mm-hmm. it's like a,
1: a vampire pep rally. It's, it's really fun. <laughs> I wanted some like vampire cheerleading stuff to happen. Oh, that'd be like, awesome. Like, brr, it's cold out here.
2: <laughs> there must be some Satan in the atmosphere. I said, no,
5: none of that.
2: The they're principal comes out to give a speech. Yeah. All right, now this is going to be a good, clean fun. Uh, there was some drinking <laughs> last time. And guys, honestly, you're all better than this. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and so I guess what they're doing here, the priest that they kidnapped earlier, they're going to bring him in, sacrifice him so that Satan... Can live in his body. But what is so amazing
2: about this scene is that we get a incredibly long seven-minute shot of the priest being like, Lord, let me resist their ways, do not let me fall under their power while he wrestles with the two vampires in the back of the van. But it's it's literally just him being like, uh <laughs> Ugh, with his two fellow actors for a solid eight minutes, and you could see them being like, "Ow, ow, stop, okay, like you want us to hold you down? Like I'll put my knee on your fucking, ch- ow, ow."
4: <laughs> it's so good. I also want to point out that for this satanic ritual, they literally have tiki torches, like they're surrounded by tiki, like like they didn't want mosquitoes around her in that satanic summoning, I guess. <laughs> and there's just like a a random 666 on the wall
1: that's mm-hmm. clearly house numbers from Home Depot yes. that they got <laughs> and I'm I bet they made 3 trips cuz they're crazy and stupid yeah to totally. to, <laughs> or like two would be fine but I bet they made 3
4: so okay so they they do their ritual and the demon or the priest turns into satan and then satan decides that they should kill all the humans that they can't turn into demons And also, he needs the chosen child so that he can open the gates of hell. You got all that? Good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Keep track of this plot, everybody, (laughs) because you will
1: get lost otherwise. It's (laughs) important.
4: And then a full moon moving backwards later, and we're with a black dude on a phone meeting a character that we'll never see again.
2: New character. Drink.
1: (laughs) 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 Jesus Christ, that'd kill you. And this was definitely one of those director being like, okay, no, talk blacker. Cut. No, no, no. Blacker.
4: Yeah.
1: Cut. The guy just starts like tap dancing. No. (laughs) Less black. Dial it back. Dial it back.
4: Um, so, So, and I guess the reason we have to sit here with this guy on the phone talking about going to a house party is so that we understand later when this man is in a car, Why? (laughs) <laughs> right I mean isn't that the point of the scene because the next scene is this guy getting killed by Salvatore stealing his car and they're like they thought like oh yeah but people are gonna wonder why was he driving That this movie will make no sense well
2: we also get that great fight between the two demons about yeah. which of them is technically the project manager <laughs> 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 so good oh my god I've had this scenario so many times but without demons just like okay well I am lead on this are you yeah yeah, Dave said yeah. I, was, I wanted them to, like, be in HR with their <laughs> arms crossed and just, like, no. some fat lady who reads Grisham novels just being like, well, I feel like we're all on the same team here. And none of us—I just need to know who's in charge. I just need to know who is taking lead on this demonic possession of the planet Earth. <laughs> Your lead
1: to the general manager. Your lead to the—
4: Well, and it also—it it doesn't help them much that this takes place with the two of them in a car together. With, like, the demon going, cause it, it, it so plays like, I, I, I said I just wanted to go to fucking Quiznos. I don't see why we're blaming me for this whole fuck up. <laughs> I was fine just going to Quiznos. <laughs> this other guy's name is Voltrix, by the way. Voltrix? Voltrix.
2: Yep. Also, where do we suppose the microphone was kept for this car scene? It's the answer is definitely not in the
4: car where the two actors. were. Talking. I'm thinking tin can full of wet pantyhose. They had that I, satellite,
2: right? Yeah. I think that they called on the phones, Bluetooth a house where someone was crumpling up all the tinfoil they'd ever used in their entire life. And that's the audio they used. <laughs>
4: Oh, so now we have to meet a bunch of new characters. Uh, Tony, the, uh,
2: Tony D and Park, Carl the Pugapagatoy.
4: <laughs> <laughs> drink and drink. And the pimp and the two hookers. So you're up for five shots here. We, oh, And we get one of
1: those bursts. We get this time. It's the Italian man burst of misogyny words in like five seconds. Just like pussy yeast infection slut, Bensi's glass ceiling is good. Dan cut. Got it. You're <laughs> misogynistic Italian guys. Perfect.
4: Yeah, yeah, we got two guys playing cards and two women are in a car not speaking English all that well and then their pimp shows up also not speaking English very well and tells them to go to work.
2: <laughs> this is the point at which both Heath and Noah's Notes say just make it a Spanish movie. <laughs> 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 Do people know they are allowed movies in their first language?
4: We <laughs> <laughs> would have to find someone else to play the... Um, Eastern European mail order bride. But yeah, other than that. Um, And okay, so now that we've introduced those vitally important characters that we'll spend an insane amount of time with in this movie, we have to cut back to Gabriel the angel who is talking to a little boy and a little girl who are apparently God who are telling him what to do, where to go next. But that doesn't matter because now we're going to cut to
2: dad who is at like Whatever the people who made this movie's version of Coyote Ugly is, which is two (laughs) relatively attractive women dancing together and then yelling free shots on us.
4: Yeah, this was the saddest bar I've ever seen in a film or otherwise. Yeah, and that means a lot. (laughs) Yeah, no shit. I lived in Georgia. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, there is not a single person in this fucking place that's going to get a ten forty this year, um, <laughs> and and of course, dead daughter dad is there, and he's he's real sad over the dead daughter, and and the sexy ladies try to rape him as he's leaving the bathroom. It's so funny. They have this very
2: attractive woman be like, why don't you and I have some fun? And this guy who looks like a Goomba in a Donald Trump wig is like, no, I'm happily married. And we're just like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, you know, there were 10 cuts of this scene where he was like, yeah, let's do it. No, you're supposed to say no. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Why don't you and it, I it.
3: have sex? Yeah, let's do it again. Cut. <laughs> 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 and, but of course
4: in reality she's not really trying to fuck him she's trying to vampire bite him to demonness or whatever and here's how little attention they're paying to their own movie the chicks just said free shots for everybody right and they're going to put their blood in all the shots and turn everybody into a demon and then the main character walks up to the bar and says let me get a drink paul and and the bartender's like i can't give you another drink you can't afford it it's like they're giving away free shots it's on the girls are you not do you not But yeah, but he has to like bum a drink off of this guy. Yeah. And it's like red wine in a coffee mug. (laughs) (laughs) We get another mug of wine. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Dudes with cigars and scotch aren't going to drink pink shots out of test tubes. That's not how it works. Yeah. Just like go to one bar one time. (laughs) Learn one thing about one thing in your movie.
2: (laughs) And then everyone turns into a zombie. We're on zombies now those are different right the zombies are not the same as vampires are they I feel like four different pieces of shit all tried to make four different shitty movies and then they all got together for drinks and they were like do you have a quarter of a movie oh my god I've got a quarter of a movie
1: <laughs> <laughs> What do right. just smash them all together physically like the scripts we'll just literally crumple them together and It'll work.
4: Just throw together a shuffle on that. Yeah, and then we cut to dead daughter dad's still alive kid watching TV and he has to call his dad about his birthday's tomorrow and dad's gotta come and pick him up. Anyway, so he gets off the phone, he drives away, but the angel steps out in front of his car. In the funniest way (laughs) humanly
2: possible. (laughs) So, first of all, this is very badly shot because they were just like, all right, and then you'll stop your car before you hit. Tim. So Tim very cautiously is like, ah, 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 And he stops 12 feet in front of him, going two miles an hour. He's just like, uh, stop, stop, stop. Uh, uh, uh. At which point he immediately jumps out of the car and he's like, hey, motherfucker, I almost hit you. <laughs>
4: yeah, but just to make sure that the guy knows that the person who jumped out in front of his car is sane, his first words are, God has chosen you, except in Batman
5: voice. God has chosen you.
4: (laughs) To which
2: I should point out, the main character is not skeptical. He's just like, "Uh uh-uh, not that God guy. I don't work for him no
3: more.
4: (laughs) Right, right, yeah. He's like, oh, I'm not, this shouldn't be, I'm not the right person to be chosen by God because I drink alcohol and lie to my wife. Not like, you're fucking crazy, dude. You're wearing a cape. And not like, hey, we have
1: never met as characters, and now we're halfway into an argument that never... What's going on?
4: It's so weird. (laughs) Well, This is an actual line from the main character here. Within minutes of meeting this angel, he goes, look, I'm no superhero, and I don't know the first thing about taking out demons. That's the actual line. What? And his response is, I tell you what, you take my keys, you go
2: save the world. Like what he needed was a Dodge caravan. He was yeah, like, right. oh, now that I've got your sweet, sweet nineteen ninety seven citation, I'm ready to go.
4: I don't think they still made the citation in ninety seven. Anyway, yeah. And but to convince him that he has to help, he takes him to a poor man's matrix vision of Mordor, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, apparently if Satan wins, everything turns
2: into a volcano. (laughs) (laughs) Everything. Yep.
1: It's supposed to be the apocalypse, and the green screen is the absolute worst. It's (laughs) so, like... I'm actually impressed. It wasn't wrong for a few seconds at the beginning of this. Like, they're like surfing in Hawaii. He's just yeah. like, "Fuck, fuck, all right." Grabs his computer. Like you see his Windows desktop pop up. He's got like porn Windows. He has to close them. a new one
2: pops up. He plays like Whack a Mole for five minutes. I so expected like a toddler to wander through and burst through the back of the volcano and just like, ah! oh god, <laughs> see the camera fall on will- side while someone runs out there. Hey, you okay? You okay? <laughs> Guys, this is really bad. This was my weekend with
4: him. <laughs> I would have been 0% surprised to see a kangaroo in there somewhere. Yeah. So yeah, if if they don't stop Satan, then he's going to turn the world into volcanoes. And now we cut to a uh, a character we haven't met yet in a different boxing gym. Drink. Yeah. This is this is this might be my favorite Seen in the entire
1: movie. This is oh, his, his
2: Sorkin walk and talk, where he's like, "Hey, Lisa, how are those cars? Hey, man, good job over there. Hey, watch out for that." This is, and I love this character, by the way. He's he is who my wife will sleep with after our divorce. Just personified, just like some guy walking around. I'm gonna have to shake his hand, and be like, "Oh, capoeira. fun, yeah, fun, yeah." So yeah, this is the this is the
1: martial arts instructor and he, he comes to his little class of people and these are the exact words. Tonight, we're going to work on our punches
4: and our kicks. That's the <laughs> basics, yeah. And our karate words. <laughs> wow. I feel like maybe the one thing they got right in this movie was the martial arts here. I'm not sure, but I feel like if there was one thing they were going to get right, <laughs> it was going to be punch, punch, kick. And he brings up Two insanely muscle-bound dudes,
2: insanely muscle-bound dudes. And he's like, okay. And they literally just go punch, punch, kick, punch, punch, kick, punch, yeah, punch. Yeah, and not kick. with it's any a, force. So on, they might as well be saying the words karate. They might be karate, karate, karate.
1: I was very happy to just watch them punch, punch, kick for the rest of the movie. Yeah. I like, challenge accepted. Ready to go.
4: Yeah, well, they give you quite a bit of it. But then all of a sudden, the Capoeira guy starts getting beaten up by an invisible force. Yeah. Like, remember that Cheech and Chong bit? That! That! But they're trying to be serious. Yes. And now he's a vampire now. Uh, Yes, yeah. The Satanica shows up and kills him into a demon. And then he karate wrestles everyone to death. Yep because apparently they were borrowing his car for one of the scenes and he wanted to be in the movie too. <laughs> Fun fact, there was still an hour and four minutes left oh in the movie. Oh, God, at this Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't even halfway through. Well, you know, the good news is, if you were just thinking to yourself, boy, uh, this movie hasn't had any long, pointless scenes in limousines, uh, we're going to correct that.
2: Where the, uh, like, sexy vampire lady and nemesis are going to kiss with their tongues for 16 minutes straight. There is a scene in this shot where you can see the spit line between their mouths as they come apart. I vomited so hard and so
4: often (laughs) during this scene. Again, I was happy that I could barely see any of this. Yeah. Yeah, and she's trying to seduce the limo driver and all he does is he keeps saying I'm a happily married man over and over again. That's like his one line. Yeah.
2: Not only that, not only does he keep saying that, but he's like trying to make other small talk like she's like, oh, I will suck Satan's milk from your nipples. And he's like, so you guys new in town? (laughs) (laughs) You guys here to see Jeff Dunham? (laughs) Jeff Dunham's at the stadium. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and they're trying to be all demon-y And it's not really working They're like you could say we're Far from home And he's like oh is that Like wordplay you made it sound like a Like a pun or something no. Out of state <laughs> My
2: daughter so lives weird. in Florida <laughs>
4: <laughs> It's warm there now It's warm Yeah but then the, the, the guy vampire Asked the limo driver to stop at the store So he can pick up some smoke So that his girlfriend can Fuck murder the limo driver. Yeah. Why I, are they in a limo? Where did this limo even come
1: from? And why would stop be the thing to do there? If you want cigarettes, like you want me to keep driving until we get to a store? Yes, yes. I meant keep driving until we get to a store.
2: Stop. I'll walk from here. I'm trying to, I'm doing that 20 for 20 cardinal program.
3: Uh, uh, please fuck my wife while I'm gone.
4: <laughs> <laughs> And it just so happens that this shithole rundown gas station they pull up to is also the corner where those two hookers from earlier work Ugh. so
2: we get to hang out with them for a little while and their outfits look like they were designed by Tim Burton it's just like random holes it's like someone <laughs> described a prostitute to the person who designed cartoons of cheddar cheese <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> so and then we cut we go back into the the limo where vanity the the blonde vampire chick Nemesis's girlfriend is named vanity and he's she's still trying to seduce the limo driver and he won't fuck her so she eats him and then comb over vampire picks up the and nemesis picks up the hookers too yes and it's
2: so this scene is incredible because he's basically like so ladies come to party with me. And the girls and the hot prostitutes like 2000 each. And I wanted him so badly to be like, really each, huh? Not (laughs) like 2000 for you and significantly (laughs) less for her. We're going with each. Are we, are we averaging out what what we cost here? Is that what's happening?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then it gets even weirder. (laughs) The prostitutes like, okay, Okay, we've got a deal on the money. Now, uh the other thing is where are you gonna fuck us? And he's like and the vampires like it's the it's the old colonial on Wallace Street. I really wanted them to get into like an argument about the architecture style. <laughs> like, yeah, no, we prefer like mid century modern as the buildings where you pay to fuck us.
4: <laughs> what? And this comes back. How much concrete is there? <laughs> and they have to call their pimp to make sure it's okay yeah, and everything. They- <laughs> Can
1: we fuck in a colonial? I don't know if that's... Is it an appropriate building style to
2: get fucked in for money? Are you okay with old colonial? And the pimp says, don't forget to check in. Like a helicopter parent. Like, leave location services on, okay?
4: Find my phone. (laughs) And then it's back to the two heavies. uh, Tony D and Carl the Pug of Pegacorn. And they're now in a car. And remember those two guys that I just said were in a car? (laughs) Too late. Right. We're now with different people <laughs> in a different fucking car. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? So the demon shows up with the hookers. I wrote in my notes at this point,
2: we have seen these characters twice, so they are protagonists.
4: I guess <laughs> yeah, so. They're tied with the main character. Oh, Jesus. So they pull up at the old colonial with the hookers. Um, and there's a giant, like, bouncer guy there. Um, he'll kind of come back. Um, but the key here is that the the hookers are kind of nervous because this place is a little creepy. Right. Well,
1: including with uh, Alexander's name of the bouncer and mm-hmm. the the main guy, Nemesis, is like, Alexander, go feed the dead. And he's like, yes, master. And he goes to feed the dead is what actually happens here. Like, nobody's going to ask about that. They're a little apprehensive. The go feed the dead thing didn't sound a little ominous to you <laughs> They're fine with it.
4: Yeah, and you know they didn't talk about it at all because we get the next 36 minutes of these two hookers' dialogues, right? Like, we spent an awful fucking lot of time with one of them not feeling really good about this, but the other being okay. Oh, I wanted so badly for Nemesis to try to make him feel at home. Like, you guys want to watch TV?
2: You want some hummus and carrots? Um, I honestly, I didn't have any food ready, uh, but I can make. There's a Chinese place nearby that's really good. We've eaten like four of their delivery
4: guys. (laughs) So yeah, and I gotta say, honestly, okay, it says in my notes, and this is actually true. Even the silence in this movie clips. (laughs) like literally there will be nothing going on and there'll just be a sudden speaker rattle in the middle of this film it's amazing yeah so then we get a theological discussion between latina prostitutes you can never spend too much time on that in your movies exactly
1: (laughs) i really wanted the rest of the movie to just be the prostitutes arguing like pascal's wager (laughs) just talking in this vampire
4: (laughs) but then we've got to cut over to the pimp who's angry that they haven't checked in um so he tells Carl the Pug of Pegacorn and Tony D to go check on the hookers.
2: Right. And how is this system implemented? They're supposed to check in every 10. What, what do they do while they're getting hookered? What do they, <laughs> they just sit around? I, I'm so sorry. We need to stop. This doesn't count towards your time. I just need to check in on GPS punch. There we. Okay. There we go. <laughs> it's
4: fine. So, yeah. So we cut back to the hookers. They're now like checking the house out and they come across the torture chamber At which time Nemesis pops out of the dark and says, do you like our torture chamber? (laughs) That's what he says. And then she tries to tase him. So she falls down and you think she's dead, but she's not. She's just fell down. Oh, it's
1: such a great moment, too. She like she lands like slightly uncomfortably looks directly at the camera. Shifts her head, looks directly at the camera again, and then pretends to be knocked out. And then the next frame, she's awake and facing the other direction, yeah. in like a different room, <laughs> so right? Stupid. And then
2: Pretty Hooker like crouches down, and she's like, "Get up, you son of a bitch, because Hooker loves ya! <laughs> <laughs>
4: And then uh, Vanity comes in and she goes, lights off, girls. And then the movie literally blacks out. (laughs) But still continues. Well, right. If this was a fade out to another scene, (laughs) that would actually be a pretty. But no, there's another two minutes of this scene. It's just in the dark. In the fucking dark. (laughs) Why are so many of the movies we watch in the dark? (laughs) You'd think they'd know. Yeah. So, okay. so now we cut back to Tony D and Carl. And they're sitting in a car somewhere. We don't know where. They're not driving. And they're talking about how one of them went to a psychic last week who told them something evil was going to happen to him.
1: It's it's not like a date. Like they should be on the roof, like pointing and shooting stars together. (laughs) They're out in the woods. It's really weird.
4: Feet touch.
2: (laughs) No, no, no. Leave it. (laughs) (laughs) And then a a hissing teenager (laughs) pops up at the window And stays there for a solid minute and then runs away and they go, what kind of animal was that? (laughs) Right?
4: (laughs) (laughs) And and, yeah, so they're like, I'm freaked out. Let's get out of wherever we are. But the car (laughs) won't start. (laughs) Again, it's totally nonsensical, but they're being chased by a demon and then they're
2: chasing a demon. At one point, they're both wrestling the teenager like a cop at a fucking skate park. It's so weird. (laughs) At one point a
1: vampire sneaks into the car while one of them's still in there and gives him like
2: an Indian burn on his forearm. <laughs> and that's it. And that's it. He's like, ah. Yeah. All but right. wait. The best part is finally one of them gets cornered by the demon teenager and he's like, Oh, hey man, don't kill me. I'll take you to a yacht party with lots of girls, lots of sexy girls. And it works. <laughs> and it yes. works. The demon's like, oh, uh, boat
4: party. Okay,
2: okay, cool. You can get me in. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. All right.
4: Can I just? <laughs> can I just be go beer? dressed like this? Because uh, I don't want to have to go home and change. I don't. I this <laughs> is. I have to go to a gym and kill a teenager. It'd be a. It'd be a big thing if I had to change. It's a demon
2: fashion show with Tony D. Just like no, no. <laughs> <Right> that's <laughs> it.
4: Some <laughs> big mistake. So. <laughs> And now we head back to the hookers who are tied up to chairs like Indiana Jones and his dad. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to point this out. They are tied to a chair. Now, later we will watch them get shackled to a wall. So they have shackles available to them in this room. And yet they decided to go with tying to him a chair. Okay, whatever. You want
1: to have options? Whatever. <laughs> yeah, your chamber, dude. Okay, yeah, well, that's, no, You're
4: right. You're right. Okay. <laughs> So the pimp shows up at the house that the hookers are in, and the bodyguard is, is going to yeah. take him to see the hookers. Yeah, he shows up to the bouncer, and he's like, hey, I'm the pimp. I'm here. Nice house, by the way. Where are we
2: going? Oh, okay. Real dark. All right, yeah, I'll walk into this dark room by myself. All right,
4: bye-bye. And he actually walks into the room going, Bitches. Come out, come out wherever you are As though he's playing hide and seek As though this man has convinced him Oh no, you gotta find them, though They're hiding somewhere <laughs> in the house Yeah <laughs> Prostitute, polo <laughs> what? Here, hooker, 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 hooker Yeah, so But they lock him in a room where a demon Eats him or something Yeah. And now we're done with that character And it's time to go to the boat party The boat party <laughs> Boy- <laughs> Okay, so we have been promised
2: that this is a yacht party. It is not. This is not a houseboat. This is someone's uncle's boat that fits max five people. And indeed, there are three people waiting inside the boat pretending to dance.
4: Yes. Right. And they've got three attractive women there who are trying their damnedest to look like a crowd. Like the The shot is insanely tight. So it looks like there's a bunch of people there, but yeah. Um, and also as they're showing up to the boat, this is where we get, okay. So it's, it's it's him and Carl, the Pug that are going to the boat party, but Tony D was left behind and turned into a demon. And he's now walking up as well with the most comically gigantic chain. We've referenced it already dragging behind him. I mean, this thing is about the size of, I'd say a large dog, like in, in width. <laughs> And he's dragging it's it behind so him. There will never be a reason for this. We will never see this chain again. It's just... Well, he will oh, he'll kill use everybody
2: who runs out of the boat later with it, but then we'll never see it again. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. It,
1: it ties together beautifully.
4: Oh, okay. <laughs> see, when I said we will see it again, I meant I won't see it again because I couldn't tell what the fuck was going on in that scene. But okay. <laughs> All right. It does make a lot more sense now. Just real quick question. When do you think
1: he went and got the chain? He had like five minutes. Did he run? He like became a vampire, ran to Home Depot at vampire speed. <laughs> Do you have enormous chrome chain? Perfect. Runs back. That, that's what just had to happen.
2: Desperately walking around looking for someone in an apron, just going up to someone he thinks might work there. Hi, I'm so sorry. Where are the, I don't work
4: here. God damn. Who does work here? Who works here? I bet if I stole this fucking chain, I could find somebody that works here. <laughs> Yeah, so now we get a character we've never met, Drink, um, who is guarding dead daughter dad's house when the Uh demons show
5: up.
2: Yeah, and he challenges Salvatore the demon to a shove fight near the pool.
4: All right. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone everyone who watched this movie has been waiting for this moment. (laughs) <laughs> they are like, what the fuck are they gonna do with that pool tunnel scene? I can't even imagine how you would just. Oh my god, yeah. So he gets into a push fight with Salvatore, who pushes him into the pool, <laughs> and then they, but they both just like jump into the pool. Yes, very they very like, clearly. Yeah, push fight, and then they're like, oh, jumpy jump to the pool. Yeah. So no go, oh my god! Only if we were soaking wet, this would be so much less homoerotic. Huh? <laughs> and then we go through a blue tunnel. And the guy who is fighting Salvatore is now rolling down a hill. <laughs> like
1: grass now. Yeah. Might as well have like a refrigerator box. It makes no sense. <laughs> yeah.
2: Grass. And he is obviously running. This was this actor's idea. It was like, I'll roll down the hill, but he's obviously way out of control. And I think we all had that moment as a kid where he was like, I'll roll down a hill.
4: Ha ha. Oh, scary. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> That's very clearly happening to this full grown adult. And if you're if you're looking at your phone right now thinking, did I hit the fast forward thirty second? Wasn't a demon fighting somebody by a pool just a second? Yeah. No, Mm -hmm. no. Remember we said blue circle tube? Yeah, oh yeah, the blue circle tube leads to to the Oh, for fuck's sake. And then there are people in hoodies in a tree, and then there's the tunnel again, and then we see the pool shot backwards, and now there's a nebula. We are not skipping anything. We are telling you everything that is happening as we watched it with
2: our faces.
4: Oh, my God. Yeah, and and then Mom gets attacked by Salvatore, who steals the kid. Yeah. And (laughs) this is where Dad, Vinny, and he's with Gabriel,
1: right? Yeah, no, I knew Gabriel. I'm I'm learning Vinny for the first time right now. His name was Vinny in (laughs) in the the closed captioning. And... (laughs) He, him and Gabriel are together, and they call Vinny's house to check on fat kid and mom. Mm-hmm. And Salvatore, who just attacked her, picks up the phone and does a, a lady voice to trick them. But it's not the mom's voice. It's not no, They it's, have her voice. <laughs> no. They nope. have her ridiculous communist Ukraine voice, and they don't use it.
4: They use a different fake lady voice. No, yeah, they use like
2: Siri. Yeah,
4: <laughs> exactly. Right, but luckily Gabriel is on to him and figures out that's not really his wife.
1: Yeah, he has. He has. Uh, he has. Ask her a trick question so they can tell if it's a vampire. I wanted to be like, okay, why are you suddenly capable of speaking English? Is my trick question?
2: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and then Salvatore turns into shapeshifts into the mom mm-hmm. and like leads the kid out. But then when they're outside, he turns back into it and he goes, I'm not your mom, kid. I'm your worst nightmare, which kind of defeats the point of being the mom in the first place.
4: Right. right. Like, wasn't it? T- <laughs> what was that for? Was he afraid he wasn't going to be able to wrestle that fat kid out of the bed? Well, that's that what was it a is.
1: large kid. That yeah. kid was dense like a neutron star. That would have been <laughs> tough to move
4: got 60 pounds on
2: Salvatore he's just like desperately trying to turn him over with a half Nelson no no protect me now it's
3: like tackling a bowling ball are candy
2: what the fuck? are you chewing gum jelly beans
4: <laughs> just baby Heath <laughs> but <laughs> But they, but he gets the kid and he and he goes off with him and dad and Gabe show up. Vinny, I guess, is the guy's name. And Gabe show up, but it's too late. The kid's already gone. And I so wanted the dad to be just like, "All right, well, we made an effort. Look, I've lost kids before. You drink a little, it gets easier as you go." <laughs> but no, instead he runs in to tell his wife that his kid was stolen by demons. To which she does not say what. <laughs> She goes, "Oh dear, we'll better get him back from those demons." Yeah, well, in Transylvania where she's from, that's a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Gabriel says, "You know, don't worry, lady I've never met. I'll get your son." And she's like, "Oh, okay. I'll just just hang here then." I um, guess. I'll be here until the last scene when that
1: happens. Come over <laughs> here. I'll be here. <laughs>
4: All right, well, by this point in the movie, I think I was taking my 11th break, so it's only fair that we give our listeners one, so we're going to pause here, but first let me give Act 3 the hard sell. Will this movie ever stop introducing new characters? Did they actually film stuff, or is it really just a black screen and noise? If one of the actors yelled out stage directions, would we even notice? Find out the answers to these questions and more when we return for the muffled conclusion of The Becoming. My name is Nemesis, and I'm here to enslave all
1: mankind. Whatever, man. Stay back before I fuck you up, bitch. Uh, oh, dude. What, bitch? You want a piece of this,
3: bitch? Oh, uh, jeez. Uh, um, What? No, sorry. It's just, I don't know. You're the first human I've spoken to, and like, I- I'm going to kill you, but really, uh, like, stay back before I fuck you up, bitch. Like... That's your answer to "I'm gonna enslave all mankind." Like I'm I'm a demon?
1: Oh no! Right, right, right. No, I see where you come from. Okay, you wanna you wanna try that again? I'm sorry. Try what again? The re- the response. Oh right, right. Sorry. Yeah. Okay.
3: My no, name is. No, you won't, is, bitch. Uh, seriously, I'm very so, no, 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 sorry, sp- sorry. Sorry, sorry,
1: no, sorry. No, my bad. My bad. You go. You go. Uh, I... mm. No, no, seriously,
3: you... go, go. Okay, uh, my name is Nemesis, and I'm here to enslave mankind. Fuck you! Okay, never mind, I'm just gonna kill you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hello there. Are you... lonely? Lonely. Do you like... pugs? Pugs. Well, then I am waiting for you. At Carl the Bug of Pegacorn Sex Line, we got dogs with wings and a horn waiting to talk to you. Talk to you. What am I wearing? Nothing. Because I'm a dog, Pegasus, Unicorn, thing. And those don't wear clothes. Call now. Ooh, that sounds hot and fresh. I love garlic bread. For some reason, garlic bread. That's right. Here at Carl the Bug of Pegacorn Sex Line, we're just waiting for your call. At 916- 750 4746. Call now, 916 750 4746. That's Thomas's number. And we're back for more of
4: this no budget nonsense. When we last left off, we were radically reevaluating our life choices while unnamed protagonist and Gabe, oh, Vin, I'm sorry, Vinny and Gabe were setting off to save the kid. And we're going to rejoin the action with Salvatore delivering said kid to Satan. And I really wanted a fat kid and demon road trip movie. Just like
2: (laughs) demon eating a guy outside. Little kid inside the gas station. Just arms full of Twizzlers. They missed an (laughs) opportunity. (laughs) Is what I'm saying. Reason
4: con. (laughs) Yeah, so this is where Salvatore has to get out and talk shit with the Capoeira demon. Yep. From earlier who has to just do some spinning around and rolling and handstand shit just so that you know he is Capoeira Demon? Does he
2: just fall onto the top of their jeep from (laughs) nowhere? What happened? Out of the sky? (laughs) He transports wrong, and he's like, uh, oh, no, that was on purpose. See? Front roll. (laughs) Parkour.
3: (laughs) Front roll.
4: (laughs) 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 And they have the most bizarre, like, as though this was part 11 of this series or something, this bizarre back and forth here, where like they seem to be referencing lines from earlier in the movie that we didn't get. Uh, yeah, they treat this movie like I
2: treat podcasts, just like. And then you remember the other is I like, know Eli, no one heard that.
4: Ah, it's fine. That it's was fine. when we were having a meeting with Andrew. Eli, you can't reference that joke now. I can, and
2: I will. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, what does he say?
1: He goes, "You don't have nine lives." At one point, is yeah, that, is that how demons call was, each other pussies? Was there a cat reference earlier? I don't. <laughs> no, but you you don't. I'm just saying you don't. No, have, I don't. I hate do I.
4: <laughs> <laughs> So stupid. And okay, so now we're back with Vinny and Gabe, uh, who have to go to a church so Dad can confess his sins to get Jesus' powers. To fight demons with, oh, it's so good! And the the music
2: when he walks into the church literally goes, oh, ah! it's a fucking incredible.
4: Oh, and the whole thing. Okay, <laughs> the music honestly in this entire scene is one three five seven five three one. It's just, it's just, yeah. Oh my god, so, yeah,
1: a little more complicated than punk.
4: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just we just get the seventeen patron exit surveys. Fuck you, punk is everything. <laughs> So, all right, so he confesses his sins. Dad does. um, Or maybe he recites the greed is good speech from fucking Wall Street. I can't hear him beneath the goddamn soundtrack.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's basically, first of all, sorry for not believing in you. Dead
4: daughter, you get it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, That's what I was assuming, yeah. And I want to point this out, too, because I want to find the good in this movie, and it's not easy to do. But from time to time in this movie, the shots are bizarrely properly framed. Like, everything else in this movie, lighting is literally a candle, right? Audio is literally a guy doing voices afterwards in ADR. But somehow, like, once in a while, you're like, man, that is a perfectly framed shot. (laughs) Yeah.
2: I wrote, at this point, the movie is like watching it through the hole of a Coke bottle. (laughs) Some of that, too. But Noah, you were looking for something redeeming. Uh, May I suggest black jesus
4: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god was he black (laughs) oh he was he was absolutely black he was black tino yeah
1: he had a jerry curl going yeah oh yeah Yeah, that's certain yeah soul glow no question (laughs) eternal soul glow
4: (laughs) (laughs) so as he's praying the lights go out in the church starting in the back to be all ominous and then black jesus appears before him now I don't know that black Jesus is the greatest character that we've ever encountered in film, um, but he's really close. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the
1: actor yeah, was crushing it. Real great. The actor was killing it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Never let yourself get held back from playing Jesus with, by your Jamaican accent.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he was so going for it too. I like leave it all between the frame lines, bro. Uh, he's doing this weird gesticulation kata as he talks. And it like the same thing over and over again. He does a little uh, Kalima. At one point, I yep. thought
2: he was going to rip out Vinny's heart. <laughs> he does. I have the same thing in my notes. <laughs> and then he says, I love you. Vinny says, I love you too, Jesus. He has flashbacks <laughs> to like three seconds ago in the movie. And mm-hmm. then Jesus burns a cross onto his arms like a weird
4: Russian gangster. Yeah, he's joined <laughs> Jesus's fraternity now.
1: Oh, I wanted Vinny to have an awkward answer there. Just like, I love hanging out with you, Jesus. <laughs> just like an awkward, messy fight with Spurn Jesus. I would've watched four hours
2: of Oh, that would have been amazing. Oh, I just shit. didn't want to say it before I was ready. Good. I'm glad you didn't. I'm glad you didn't. You don't sound glad. Well, I am. I am. Do you still want to go to dinner? Yeah. I don't have anything else going on tonight, but maybe I should've. See, you're mad. I didn't say I was mad. Well, then why would you make jokes like that? Why? I can't make jokes? I can't make jokes? See, we got
4: a whole movie. We could do it. Yeah, no, that that would have been much better than this one. So, okay, so now Vinny heads outside and he is transformed into a demonic ass kicker. Now, by transformed, we mean no longer wearing long sleeves. Mm -hmm. Right? Which I think in the vocabulary of the people who made this movie is when
2: one becomes a man.
4: I, I, I see. Yeah, so uh, this is also where they have to follow the stars uh, to see where they have to go. Yeah, th- they literally do that. He's like, see that star? It's going to guide
1: us. They look up at the sky. They see one that's a little bit brighter. He's like, oh, yeah, it's right by the white colonial house. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: what?
2: Yeah. See, it's all tied together. What the fuck does that even The star <laughs> is
1: by a house? <laughs> what? <laughs> And why is it Colonial again?
2: It's so weird with the style <laughs> of houses. Someone was a real estate agent.
4: Yeah, right, right. He's like, okay, if you advertise that Colonial I've got over on West End Street. um. So, yeah. Now, this is also where Gabe reveals that the reason that Vinny's son is the chosen one is because he was born on 666. Or, I'm sorry, 6062006, <laughs> which we all know means Satan. Right. Him and, like, a bunch of other kids. Yeah, so, like, quite a few, yeah. And then, okay, so they, they they go to save the kid, but first they have to hook up with other angel buddies. Um, so a couple new characters here. Drink up. This is where we meet, I shit you not, Tarzan and Voldazor. Tarzan and Voldezor! <laughs> <laughs> Who have cartwheel based fight moves
2: and what he says to them he
4: goes you guys are always
2: late and I wrote in my notes is it is it because they're black like is that because that is the only other thing we know about these characters they are black Dude. they are wearing hoodies and that the character is like you're always
4: late My some him. skittles man it's tough <laughs> it's tough when you're black <laughs> um yeah and so okay so these two angels show up so now we have a team of angels I wrote in my notes just what this movie needed more characters And dad is super impatient. He wants to go fight demons now. Damn it. Now, (laughs) but,
1: but Gabriel won't let him. He's like, no, the Lord must guide us. Okay. Well, he's saying what you said now. He, the Lord is saying, (laughs) so we will continue with the plot, but I had to throw that in there first. Just want to make sure.
4: So now we head back to the zombie gangsters who are meeting up with the capoeira demon. God, Jesus. That's what I'm actually fucking. Okay. So Yeah. (laughs) So, Capoeira Demons learns that the angels are coming. So, it's time for everyone to give everyone a pregame speech. There are literally like five the of them ba- in a row. The bad
2: guy gives the bad guys a pep talk, the angel gives the angels a pep talk. I wanted to cut to like the zombies, and there's a zombie in front, like,
4: the hookers are chained up in the basement giving each other pep talks. Yeah, it's just, it's a bizarrely long, like three pep talks in a row moment. And the martial arts guy,
1: his pep talk, he's, he's in a tree. Yes. It's clearly supposed to be like dramatic and commanding, but he's just like a small amount up a tree. He like just like, climbed like one little, like I could have got up that high a tree just right there next to him.
4: See, I feel like what happened is everyone involved in this movie was like, okay, but I get a big, you know, act 3 monologue to open up the battle, right? And and then and then they're like, okay, how about everybody gets a big uh, monologue? Yeah, but I'm up, up. I'm up one rung in the tree. Well, okay, cause but cause if I'm you like do the that, then I get to be
2: chained to the basement. Yeah. <laughs> and this is where uh, all the zombies show up for the fight. But all of the zombies are dressed from different jobs and different time periods. So, like, there's a zombie in a jacket. There's a zombie nurse. There's a zombie firefighter. Like, they obviously just went down the aisle at Halloween Adventure. And they were just like, eh, 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 eh. There we go. One of
4: each zombie. The only person who made any money on this movie was Halloween Adventure.
1: Yeah. Uh, If they just broke out into YMCA, that would have been fantastic.
4: (laughs) Thriller. Use our
2: code SCAThing. To get $5 off your first Halloween <laughs> adventure.
4: Oh, my God. Okay, so the, now they have the big fight where the angels have to fight the demons. And again, it's all shove-based. Yeah, but every time they shove the
2: zombies, there's a big, bright, like, camera flash and a pew noise.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: It's amazing. It's laser like, shoving. When they can't do it right away, like, if they if they have a minute, they're like, uh, uh, uh. All right, now, but <laughs> <laughs> so,
4: so, yeah, after this, and you know these guys are just running around this yard in the middle of the night going, we are nailing this. Um, so they beat up all the zombies, and Gabe asked God to save all of their souls, but Capoeira Demon, who has been in the tree the whole time, wants to talk to Gabe one-on-one now. He wants a parlay. <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs>
2: I wrote in my notes, black kung fu capoeira instructor wants a parlay.
4: I just wrote black kung fu
2: capoeira guy wants a parlay.
4: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, a lot of sentences that have never before been assembled uh, show up in these, in these notes here. So I guess what he wants to do is try to talk the archangel Gabriel into teaming up with the demons. And I say I guess because... Again, their conversation is 100% drowned out by the soundtrack. So I have no idea what happened here.
2: Right. But but basically what happens is Satanica, which is Capoeira instructor, wants to have a one-on-one combat fight with Vinny, that's the dead uh the dead daughter's dad, and if he can beat him, the demons won't stand in his way. Spoilers,
4: that will not actually
2: happen. No. <laughs>
4: I mean, you're telling me all of that. And I'm like, but that's not what happened in the movie after this. But yeah, okay. If you say so, um, you had subtitles. Okay. <laughs> so, so now the... Okay. So who's fighting who there is? It's so goddamn dark. I can't even tell. Is they, it Gabriel
1: they, fighting Capoeira Demon now? Well, no. Vinny does fight him for
4: a second. Here. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: yeah, Vinny fights him and, uh, and he <laughs> keeps
2: warping around like uh, Raiden. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: uh, we we do a little bear hug, back cracking move at one point, and it's so good. You can literally hear Vinny into the mic say, "Too hard, too hard."
5: It's so amazing.
4: Yeah, but then he asks God for some magic power, so God gives him a laser beam to shoot from his finger. Right. That's what happened. And he laser beams the guy, and then I didn't he, make that shit up. Then he takes off the guy's like chain, which t- kills him. Apparently, yeah, because you know how the chains kill the uh, whatever. All right, so now Gabe is demanding that Nemesis surrenders because Dad has beaten Satanica Capoeira Demon in his fight, and they're both using their gravelly Batman voices. It's like they're trying to out-Batman each other in this scene.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but they argue about love. That's what (laughs) what the dialogue is. I wrote, the angels are having a messy breakup fight. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. This is like four AM on someone's
4: front lawn. You don't know. You don't know. I don't care that they're all listening. I don't care that they're all looking. Yeah. So <laughs> just say where you want to go to dinner. It's so weird. <laughs> so then, he why says, wouldn't you say you love Jesus back? <laughs> <laughs> so then, I guess the conversation goes south enough that. Nemesis says legions attack, and then like four people show up. <laughs> That's his legions. Or is Legion just the name of one of those chicks? I don't even know anymore. Um, this is also where we got Tarzan and Voldazor's awesome unison cartwheel <laughs> move. And and look, I want to be very clear. <laughs> These two actors do a cartwheel about as
2: well as Heath and I do cartwheels. <laughs> like worse than Noah does cartwheels. Keith and Eli level cartwheel, I and you can tell this is take seven, because it, it was just like cartwheel, yes. cartwheel. Fuck, come on, guys! Three, two, one, go! Wait, are we going on one or go? God damn
1: it! <laughs> no, in fairness, I mean, think back it, all those times that you teamed up with another person to beat up a woman. <laughs> how many cartwheels were you doing,
2: and how successful was the fight?
4: I don't, know. <laughs> I, need to, I don't He's remember got,
2: super well. I need to text Michael Shermer.
4: So, <laughs> so, and I also want to point out that this happens in the middle of, the, like like he said, they're fighting the chick, and they do these cartwheels, like one in front of her and one behind her, and this is a fight move somehow, right? Like, she gets hit by this, <laughs> by the fact that they're cartwheeling near her. Was she supposed to spin around and get dizzy? I, uh, yeah, okay, I don't know. but then She does G- get dragon punched right after that. So. <laughs> well, then, Yeah, the punch is amazing. It's all slow motion as fuck. Um, and then Gabe pulls out Nemesis's heart. Just clearly right. just uncooked liver. <laughs> right. They do it to the lady
2: one, but you can tell the actors don't want to touch her boob, So they're like, oh, the same. Right. <laughs> 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 <Rawr. laughs> I wanted Satan
1: to walk over and like turn him into a baby. Do a little babality.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the rest of the movie was just Mortal Kombat finishing moves. I was going to forgive everything we watched.
4: Oh, God. Um, I don't know that there's anything that could make me forgive everything we've watched up to this point. Just, but if the movie could have started blowing me at this point and never stopped, then I still wouldn't quite. And yeah, <laughs> if somebody popped in and was like, finish it, the movie, I mean,
1: finish the movie. <laughs> right. Please, that would yeah. yeah.
4: But no, uh, because the kid is still about to be sacrificed and Salvatore is still alive. So he brings the fat kid to Satan. Satan asked him to go get his kid sacrificing sword too. He's like, no, the good sword, Salvatore. <laughs> and like a snack.
1: Are there any more mini muffins? I ate the last bag. Damn it, Salvatore. Uh, just the You're so rogue. Like Cheez Its? Was there with a box? I thought there was a box of Cheez-Its.
3: I clearly wrote Satan on the side of those. Mini muffin.
4: Who looks at the side of the Cheez-It,
3: Satan? I mean, I'm serious. Like, why didn't you just put it on the front or the oh, top? Oh, I'm sorry. to didn't Look. realize. You know what? We're buying a label maker. This is what we are now. We're people who buy label makers. And
1: also, why don't we just get two boxes of Cheez-Its? You have one, and I have one. We don't need the labels. There were two boxes of Cheez-Its.
3: I don't um, like white and,
1: cheddar. Oh. <laughs> You always finish my peanut butter, too. I always, I notice, I notice there's an extra spoon mark from where I left it. I can tell.
4: And also, I love this graphic because they look up at the sky as they're about to sacrifice the, uh, the kid, and there's a hurricane in the sky. But like, a whole hurricane as seen from space over half of a country, you know, like, it's just, what did they think? Is that what they think it looks like when you're under a hurricane, too? I, Are demons in space? I don't. <laughs> Cause the, well, they, according
2: he, to the Quran. Yeah, because the reference he's making is like, ah, my children,
4: soon the gates of hell will open. Is hell in space? Oh, okay. That was a space hell door. That space hell door. Oh, okay, now it all makes sense. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This movie is still explaining the plot to us in the final scene. Yeah. So he puts a night's mask on the kid and
2: takes some of his blood, which I get, Andy Wilson, and then he (laughs) drinks it and turns into like the devil with horns
4: and long braided hair and a new actor. Yes, a different actor. Yeah, they didn't just put horns on the existing actor. Completely different dude. Totally
1: different person.
4: So, like, yeah, so try to keep up. This is now that guy. (laughs) What? Oh, for fuck's sake. And just as you're thinking, well, at least this is the very end of the movie. Suddenly we cut to a character we've never met in a car talking on the phone with his wife. Drink. Fifteen minutes left. (laughs) Fifteen minutes left. (laughs) Fifteen minutes in this movie.
1: And we're meeting characters. Well, to me, this Italian guy comes back, you'll, <laughs> we'll find out. Very
4: important <laughs> way. He's on
1: the phone with his wife, and so he will be involved in another thing.
4: Also, okay, so now what they're going for here is a group of people are all just walking out into the street like they're possessed or something. But they don't have enough people to really get this to happen. So what we see is just... A guy talking on the phone to his wife, and then there's another guy sitting on a couch with a tiny little dog who leaves his house. And that's it. And we're supposed to get from that, oh, everyone's leaving their house. Right. Excuse me, Chihuahua. I must go commit evil. Yeah, right. (laughs) Excuse me, late night snack. I must go commit (laughs) evil. (laughs) And now it's time for dad to fight Satan. (laughs) <laughs> oh, this is the so most good. bizarre fever dream moment in all of god-awful movie history <laughs> okay so first satan tries to turn him to the dark side of the force you know obviously like that's the first thing you get with satan Standard. he tries to cut a deal right right um and then he hits him with orange tunnel powers remember blue tunnel from earlier that took us to the roly hill Mm-hmm. I I figured this out eventually. I think blue tunnel takes you up one level, and red tunnel takes you down one level. So oh. like the angel when they threw him in the pool, they sent him to heaven, which is where angels go. But this is him going to hell. Wait, so oh, I see. heaven is where there's a hill that you roll on. Yes. The- it's a field. You know, we we it's know what heaven looks like. It's a field <laughs> with kids running around in it. Yeah, gross. That's I- Eli's <laughs> heaven anyway.
2: Yeah, and okay,
4: stay out, so, out of my but- heaven if
2: you don't
1: like it. I don't
4: judge
2: your <laughs> heaven. <laughs> weird, quiet. Loft heaven with a half full Chemex full of cold coffee and an original Wii. Both of those
1: things are within my sight. Right yeah, now. No, they
4: are. We both look back at his Chemex there and go, "Like, no, yeah, it is about halfway." Yeah. So okay, yeah. So all right. So now he's at the haunted house at the fair.
1: Well, oh, hold on. <laughs> I just want to. I want to mention a couple more things about this this fight before he gets zapped into the red. Light to Orange light tube? Orange light tube. Orange light tube, mm-hmm. light tube to hell. Do I, have I this? think. Okay. <laughs> At one point, Satan starts listing his nicknames. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And this act, the actor <laughs> tries to say Beelzebub, and he doesn't even go... It's like, Black LeGlad. <laughs> <laughs> and then he names a few others, including Napoleon. Is Napoleon, Napoleon? a nickname for Satan?
4: What? <laughs> in any source? Have you ever heard that? <laughs> That's it's new to me. Yeah, well, maybe say napoleon was the you know what that's probably there like there's some weird version of christianity where napoleon was supposed to be the antichrist and they just assume that we know that i don't who the fuck knows so yeah so then he hits him with the orange tunnel powers and he shows up at the and and when i say by the way that this is at the haunted house at the fair i'm not just making fun of their set i'm pretty sure that's where they filmed it this is absolutely just this actor walking
2: through the different room. Because none of them have anything to It's like a guy with a chainsaw and like a lady rocking a doll. and it, None of it is related to this movie. It's just a <laughs> fucking haunted house. Yes. 100%. I just want to, really
1: quick, here's a sentence that I typed in my life. <laughs> um, zombie in a rocking chair singing Hush Little Baby to a Skeleton Baby. That mm-hmm. That's something that happened, and you <laughs> like... The main character asks this zombie for information and she doesn't have any.
4: Yeah, and he's very angry at the zombie lady for not knowing where his kid is. Yeah. I wanted her, I wanted him to ask so badly
2: for the zombie lady's manager. And like another zombie walks out and is just like, Oh, sorry, what's the problem? He's like, Well, she was very rude, she's busy rocking her baby. And it's like, Sir, I'm going to need you to calm down. I'm not making a scene. He runs into fat guy in a noose, right? It's just like a fat guy who's supposed to have hung himself. But that guy is super duper helpful.
3: That guy's just like, hey, man, how you doing? Oh, no, yeah, no, this is this is not where you want to be. You're going to want to take
2: a right out here and head towards the colonial house. I, mean, I guess I would call it
3: colonial. You know, it's
2: modern. It's right under that star. It'll be
4: right under a star. Then they're going up to Pittsburgh, down to Chicago. It's a lot of information, Yeah. You know. So yeah, so that takes him to the tunnel so he can go back from hell and come back and defeat Satan with another Jesus laser. They go back to the laser. Yeah. And Satan turns it blue fire slash smoke. Yeah. Uh uh-huh. huh. And then all the people who are wandering in the street are like now suddenly going like, hey, what the fuck just happened? And I'm going like, hey, I'm the audience. I don't know. Why the fuck should you know?
1: <laughs> anyway. And remember Italian guy who was on the phone who was introduced very nicely
2: like ten minutes ago? He's there helping.
1: So, <laughs> so it all tied makes that sense. together.
2: <laughs> and then Vinny literally runs around the movie like just untying slash saying hi to all of the characters from the movie. He's like, Shit, the hookers, right. Um, God, you ended up not really meaning anything. <laughs> uh,
5: you're free now. <laughs>
2: How does dad even know
1: about the hookers? Right. (laughs) I mean, that's never a good question to get. But like in this movie, he had no knowledge of that. No,
4: no. Yeah. He's like, let me run back into the demon mansion, make sure they don't have any hookers tied up in the basement. I'm it. See, it's a good thing. I went back. (laughs) Be thorough. I do. I've done that for 20 mansions in a row. I always knew eventually I'd find some hookers down here. Yeah, and that's it. Okay, we introduced these characters. We spent a ton of time with them. We got them chained up in the basement. And the only, the, the denouement for these fucking characters is that he shows up and unchains them as an afterthought after he saves his kid. Yeah. yeah. So, and then he's got to bring the kid back to uh, Eastern European mail order wife. Um, and he's like, yeah, this is uh, this is our kid. Um, got a couple of hookers while I was out. It's not what you think. I mean, it kind of is because they blew me on the way back. But I mean, it's not... It's not, uh, that's not why they're says, there. God has changed me and I'm better now. I wanted him so badly to be like, also, laser hands.
2: Uh, <laughs> don't know if that's relevant. Just want you to know.
4: And so, yeah, so mom and dad make up now because God fixed him. He's no longer an unemployed, depressed alcoholic. And you're thinking to yourself, wow, that's the most insane this movie's going to get. Huh? Mm-mm. Nope because <laughs> no. then gabriel shows up and he's like hey god decided to reward you
2: here's your dead kid back <laughs> What?
4: <laughs> we have seen a lot of dead daughters in christian movies this is the first one where god was like i am so sorry about killing her my bad my, guys. Bad. my bad here you go you can have her back but that's you what happens and of course, the movie could end uh, here, but then we really wouldn't have set up the sequel at all, would we? Have so we get a repeat of the patio door dream sequence from the beginning, and then it's over. Well, he gets grabbed
2: by the <laughs> teenager, and the teenager goes, "I'm back, bitch!" Ha 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 ha! And then it's a rap music video.
4: Yeah, yeah, and we see <laughs> what an incredibly large number of people were not too embarrassed to put their name on this movie. <laughs> By the way, we were talking about who? Who do you think is the protagonist? Like, who do you think are the main
1: characters? Just off, off the top of your head, guy, Vinny uh, and Gabe, Vin- Santiago, <laughs> Salvatore? yeah, him, Voltrix, yeah, Tarzan. The first two billed actors are Gabriel and the Russian wife. Really?
4: <laughs> yep. Wow! Awesome. All right. Well, far be it from me to linger on this fuck stain of a movie. Uh, so let's keep the wrap-up quick here. I simply want to ask you this. Currently, YouTube offers you the option to thumbs up or thumbs down a video. What icon would they have to add in order for you to be able to appropriately respond to this film with a single click? Um,
1: Chris Farley chopping his fingers off in a Japanese game show.
2: <laughs> uh, Unplug life support. <laughs> <laughs>
4: A euthanasia icon? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I think Fuck. that's pretty much dead on. <laughs> and well, that does it for our review of The Becoming, that's not going to do it for the episode just yet because we still need to rope you back in next week. So, Eli, tell us, what's on deck? Old-fashioned. Okay. I was supposed to watch the preview. I forgot. Tell us all about it. It's a
2: movie about a guy who's a Christian and meets a normal girl... And he refuses to be alone in a room with her or touch her until they get married. The romantic comedy.
4: (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking weird. God won't let me sit next to you on a plane. The movie.
1: Bubble boy meets girl. Fantastic. (laughs)
4: Alright, well with that to look forward to we'll bring episode 83 to a merciful close Once again, a huge thanks to all the Patreon donors that help make the show go. If you'd like to count yourself among their ranks you can make a per episode donation at patreon.com godawful and thereby earn early access to every episode. You can also help us a ton by leaving us a 5 star review on iTunes and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms and if you enjoyed this show be sure to check out our sibling shows The Scathing Atheist and The Skeptocrat available on iTunes, Stitcher and wherever else podcasts live. If you have questions comments or cinematic suggestions you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com. Legal services for this podcast are provided by the Law Office of p andrew torres our theme song was written and performed by ryan slotnik of evil Drafts on mars all the other music was written and performed by our audio engineer morgan clark of course with help from eli and anna for the podcast survey fuck tour song thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week for heath enright and eli bosnick i'm no illusions Promise to work harder on another chunk next week until then we'll leave you with the breakfast club close.
1: two dogs careers
4: were harmed during the making of this movie The great Chakra Kiki was pretty pissed off these guys didn't even call to see if he was free. There was absolutely not a sequel to this movie. But there still could (laughs) be.
1: Awesome, dude. By the way, survey song has been in my head literally uh, like once an hour since you brought it. Since you, it, like, lit, my, I got so happy I got that
2: message it. from uh, Seth. Seth was like, "You know, I don't really listen to your show, and now I never will again because I can't stop singing the fucking survey song." <laughs> <laughs> and I, I sent him public shit in Oxford, Alabama. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, that's excellent.
4: The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2017. All rights reserved.
0: Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.
1: With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them.
4: Software
0: engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire?
2: And
1: found.